1: It will never not know, be funny. I
2: didn't even watch it. So I good. didn't even watch
1: it this time, Cameron Kennedy. <laughs> you can't hurt me if I don't see it. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Jurassic Park in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I'm joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. Fu, Cameron Ken.
2: <laughs> the nitro it's rifle his birthday, nice hello uh, happy yeah, birthday Ken it'll be my birthday soon too and guess what I'm gonna get on my birthday just fucking that thing over and over again <laughs> with a crack sound
1: on my lower back which has mm-hmm. happened before <laughs> and it is also Christmas in April Joey Noel hello and making his first appearance on this show but he'll be here for the rest of them it is the one and only big daddy Greg Miller Cameron
3: Kenny, I want you to know it was a rough weekend and that uh, intro brought me and Jen endless amounts of joy. We did rewatch that many a time. to laugh.
1: <laughs> I can't count how many times I've watched it. Like, I watch it's a lot nice of interview work. intros a lot, but like the fact that it was also made into a TikTok and stuff with Nick's reaction, like oh, it's a beautiful the worst thing. The was
2: when I showed it to Danielle and she was like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is, this is her reaction and She goes, oh,
1: it's funny because you're old. <laughs>
0: She's right. She's right. Yeah, she
1: dunked on me. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where every week we rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Currently, we are doing Jurassic Park to lead into the third Jurassic World movie with a small break in between the Park series and the World series to go back to the MCU for Doctor Strange. You can watch the show on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny In Review and we'll be right there for you if there is a movie franchise out there that you are interested in hearing our thoughts are on chances are we've already done it so please go check that out if you wanted to get the show ad free and watch live as we record it i need you to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule fargo brady pranksy and anonymous have all done we appreciate all of you so very very much today we're brought to you by me and maple story But I'll have to tell you all about that later because we got to get into it, everyone. The Lost World, Jurassic Park, a.k.a. Jurassic Park 2, has a runtime of two hours and nine minutes. There is roughly 50% more dinosaur action in this one than in the first movie. First movie having about 15 minutes total. This one having a little closer to 23 minutes of dinosaur action. (laughs) Released on May 23, 1997, after the original novel's release and the first film's success, fans pressured Crichton for a sequel to his novel. Following the book's publication in 1995, production began on a film sequel that we saw here blame them, we have, by, to blame them then. <laughs> we have to blame them uh directed by steven spielberg once again after the twin hits of jurassic park and schindler's list both both in 1993 he took a rare sabbatical and didn't return to the director's chair until this movie in 1997 Oof. uh the shoot finished before the scheduled 74 days in classic spielberg fashion it was completed in 69 days so shout out to you for that um but also spielberg's known for getting movies done earlier than planned because of his meticulously planned out shots and how that coverage can allow uh things to be done a lot easier when planned correctly music was done by john williams an american composer known for scoring 2002's catch me if you can starring Mm -hmm. leo d and tom h um this had a budget of 73 million dollars that was for you andy and i didn't even get a fucking chuckle who's tom h
4: oh tom Tom hanks
1: Hanks. thank you thank you (laughs) <laughs>
4: Boxer john, john williams getting referenced for catch me if you can that's where you're gonna mm-hmm. bring him in okay. mm-hmm. starring mm-hmm. ldc and tommy h mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh, yeah, uh just kids, you can to keep up with how the kids are calling the actors out there don't take it out on yeah. t hanks don't take it out on a
1: tg all right i tim, never would tim, i, I love slj
4: really cool. as well I thank I you what's really up kev cool. i thought
5: it was really cool tim i thank
1: appreciate you, you kevin know, Thank you, JGL. Budget of $73 million, a box office of $618 million. It had the biggest opening weekend up to that point, beating Batman Forever. Additionally, it had surpassed Mission Impossible for having the largest Memorial Day weekend ever, as well as three opening records held by Independence Day. So Jeff Goldblum raking in that cash everybody in the 90s uh the lost world broke several other box office records as well it took the record for highest single day box office take 26.1 million on may 25th a record held until the release of star wars episode (laughs) one in 1999 and then broken many many times after that um it also became the fastest film to pass the 100 million mark achieving the feat in just six days um a fun fact for you that i feel like you'll appreciate a lot nick the director, Steven Spielberg, had to attend an early screening for Swingers in 1996 in order to <laughs> give approval for the use of the Jaws theme. He was so impressed by Vince Vaughn that he offered <laughs> him a part in the movie.
2: Yeah, that's pretty incredible. That's I, I do remember Vince Vaughn being in this, being like, huh, that's cool that huh. he showed up in a Jurassic Park movie back in the day because he wasn't that big back then.
1: Yeah. And Greg, you missed this last week. Um, mm-hmm. But Nedry was uh, Newman from uh, Seinfeld. Uh, it was a similar situation where Spielberg saw him in a movie waited to watch through the credits to find his name because ah. like, that's our guy uh, so that's in, our guy so i'm in basic instinct which was only in one oh scene.
3: Yeah, yeah where sharon stone mm. flashes the old <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, ah! yeah. <laughs> i read an article with Wayne not on that too where he was like he was like i got this random part and before i when i was auditioning i didn't realize that they wanted just my type it was a type passing basically and he was like I, I wouldn't have taken the part but whatever it was like a one-day shoot and then lo and behold steven spielberg told him years later he read it
1: that he that that got him you know jurassic park which launched his career pretty much which is cool. Ridiculously cool. Greg Miller, you weren't here last week to talk about Jurassic Park. So now I want you to talk about The Lost World. Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know, what a thing. to miss a
3: perfect movie and then come to this. Just you like... missed the one good one.
1: <laughs> Yikes,
3: man. I wow. tell you what, like, I remember <laughs> not liking... Lost World, but like not remembering much about why I didn't like it. It's one of those movies I watched once, probably in the theater. I was, you know, we, I was a kid. We we're all super stoked about Jurassic Park the first time around, and then come to this one. Uh, is something wrong with your hat, Nick? Was your hat a joke?
2: I got, I got a little dirt on the brim of my hat. Nobody told me, Joey. I, Joey, what the fuck? Oh, so no, I'm on Nick's at
5: duty. Okay.
3: Uh, no, and good. so to turn this one on and start watching, it's just like, Jesus Christ, like what, what I. It's a movie with an amazing cast that has no chemistry at all. And and you're never going to follow up Jurassic Park, obviously, like, you know, a perfect film. But to go from a film like Jurassic Park, a movie that is pure magic, and come to this one where there is no magic to be found in any situation, in any relationship, in most lines of dialogue, it's so depressing to watch this movie. And it keeps going. It doesn't stop. It just keeps going. There's so much of this movie, and you're
1: like, just stop. I will say, I told him this earlier. He was slacking. Me. He's like, this movie is so long. Just so everyone knows, Jurassic Park three next week, only an hour and a half. Whoa! Oh. Yeah. That it's an
5: automatic like half star bump for me
3: for being well, I mean, a it's reasonable. That H not got William time. H Macy, Leone, a talking raptor. Let's go, Joey
1: Noel. What do you think?
5: Um, let me see. Let me pull up my notes. I do <laughs> feel like this is like just a forgettable movie. Like I just watched it and I still don't really remember anything that happened. I think, what did I say? Uh, Ian Malcolm. I think this solidifies that he's much better as a side character than a main character. He For doesn't sure. have enough to pull it on his own. And I think it's because like Greg said, Julian Moore great not great in this movie. Vince Vaughn also not great in this movie. They just don't have like a lot of
3: Toby from the West Wing great and like he's not great yeah.
5: in this. <laughs> um who else was it? The guy from all the dark pictures, like he, the little like puppet master guy? The curator video games? The curator. Yeah, the curator. Is... Yeah. Oh, no?
3: Are no? you thinking are you thinking of the guy from
2: The Big Lebowski who gets eaten by the little dinosaurs or are you thinking of the he's main in hunter?
5: Something. Maybe he was in Until Dawn. Maybe that's it. the <laughs> touchstone for
2: him, The Big Lebowski. Because my touchstone is the bad guys from Bad Boys 2 and the crazy cosmonaut from Armageddon. I would give you the cosmonaut. I wouldn't have
3: been able to pull Bad Boys. And you're right. He might be. I think he might be in. uh, uh, Until dawn.
5: Yeah. Um, I don't think the bad guys are, like, fun at all. Sure. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, well, this isn't fun. Uh, I don't feel like. There's, like, any real tension with the dinosaurs. It doesn't really feel like there's any stakes in terms of, like, I don't care about these characters, so I don't really care what happens to them uh, for the most part. And the fact that the last 20 or 25 minutes is in San Diego just feels very weird.
3: Shout out to San Diego. Let's finally <laughs> – let's get some San Diego action in there. And, again, this is, you know, I feel like as a kid well who – you know, we bought all the Jurassic Park toys. You know what I mean? I would play in the games. I'm the one of the people who forced Michael Crichton to do this and then forced Steven Spielberg to do this. And I just, I all we wanted, yeah, was let's see these dinosaurs tear up a city. You know what I mean? And they just give you a fucking 30 flat fucking minutes in San Diego. Like, it's fun when he did they, the parents yell, I guess. You know what I mean? But then, like, he's chasing that seems, that seems Japanese fun. tourists through the street. You're yeah. like, all right. Like, oh, God.
4: Andy Cortez, yeah, this movie's a stinker, man. <laughs> I've seen this movie a lot though, like almost as many times <laughs> as the first one. Because as a kid, I just I thought it was good. I liked it a lot as a kid. Um, I think about the top-down shot when the raptors are enclosing on their position. What a cool moment that was. I think about, um, I guess that's it. I guess, I guess that's <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I. It really bums me out that jeff goldblum is all of his quirky eccentricness is completely removed to become the main character that sucks like he's just like main guy generic main guy now with a couple of decent lines here and there this movie isn't a hundred percent bad but it's still not anything that i'd ever want to watch or recommend watching uh there's just a lot of dumb shit happening in this movie but terrible logic terrible decision making from a lot of the characters um yeah, it's just kind of a bummer. It, it sucks that this movie... Like, if I was Steven Spielberg, I would have pawned this off on someone else and be like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't do I was, this. I was shocked. I didn't remember,
3: obviously. I was a child. So when it popped at the end, it was, like, directed by Steven Spielberg. I thought it was just going to be a produced credit. And I was like, this,
1: he directed this? Yeah. yeah. The, guy that, the guy that ends up directing three was really fighting to direct this one, and that didn't end up happening. And then they and then eventually... When Steven was like, "I'm not two and <laughs> they're like, "Okay, cool. You could have it, Joe, Joe, whatever your name is." Yeah, what does
4: you think? It just oh, yeah, that's about it.
2: Uh, I think I think it's important to note. You probably have it as a piece of trivia, Tim, if you haven't said already, that Steven Spielberg has only directed two movie, two sequels to his original works before, and it's this and Temple of Doom. Mm. Not not great at the old sequel game, old Stevie Spielberg. Uh, but this movie, I think, was just kind of... You can feel that it was rushed. You can feel that it wasn't Crichton's best work. It's definitely a money grab. And you can see that just in general, just in the title alone. The move, the book was called The Lost World. They, that Not The Lost World, colon Jurassic Park. And it had the emblem. And at least Michael Crichton and the book publisher trusted people to just kind of put two and two together, read the fucking back of the book where it said the critical, the, the acclaimed sequel to, you know, it's a Jurassic park. But in this one, they're like, we don't know if people are gonna get this. So let's call it the lost world, Jurassic park. Why not Jurassic park 2 Called the lost world. Doesn't that make more sense? Who cares? Get it out. Let's get it fucking done. <laughs> this movie couldn't be less exciting for all the reasons that everyone's talking about. I don't care about the characters. And if I don't care about the characters, I don't care that the characters care about the dinosaurs. The subplot oh of God. Vince, vaughn being this sort of like environmentalist or trying to take care how dare you try and kill this i'm like it's a fucking t-rex that's trying to kill you twice and you took the bullets out of this guy's gun are you out of your fucking mind yeah like, and that's this such a, like... that's
3: such an act one move before they try to kill you before right. you're in the fight of your life not like and really... before you're
1: just
2: killing raptors and like <laughs> cheering about it
1: like it, it just makes no sense
2: yeah it's 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 totally just all over the place. I don't like any of the characters like you guys said. It needed like 3 or 4 more rewrites. The idea of going back to the island to to save the dinosaurs is a fascinating idea and I'm glad we never ever see that again.
4: <laughs> Dude, the idea that like Pete Postlewaite is just a complete waste in this. Like he's great in everything like he it. does and he's just um, he's just another waste of a character in this movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a big bummer. I think about, I, I mentioned that scene. I think a lot of the, the dinosaur sequences I kind of enjoy mostly because they're just nostalgic From the, it's just pure nostalgia when we talk about like, yeah, nine inch, uh, skull dome or whatever. And then he knocks the dude to the truck and That's fun. I, there's a lot of like cute moments like that, but it's just, it amounts to nothing. It's just, it's just, here's some new dinos in new CG. That's really all it kind of is. And then. Uh, When she fucking kicks the velociraptor with her... Mr. gymnastic moves. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they just cut like... you from the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, Greg, not a bad line, right? Though, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they cut you for the team. Not a bad line. Not a bad delivery from from old Jeff Goldman, But it's like, but still stupid a as moment hell. Moment. There's yeah. so Why? few of those. Like
3: the other one I liked was Toby uh, when he gives Jeff Goldman all the instructions on how to go down from the bird's nest or whatever, and then he just goes, <laughs> and he's like, "I would have squeezed a little bit harder." Yeah. Like that's a fun line. But yeah. then they got in their head that repeating dialogue would be hilarious. So, like, the entire trying to find Sarah in the beginning of, like, Sarah, 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 Sarah." Vince Vaughn and Jeff Goldblum. And then later on when they're hanging in the bus, hang on to something, hang on to something. What are you fucking doing? Like, why is, is this isn't playing, guys? This
4: isn't playing. Would they do the burger, the burger order? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, yeah, three yes. double
3: cheeseburgers and whatever.
4: Just they fucking drop them all. Drop them, funny, all. Funniest, them all. Just kill them all. That
2: line wasn't terrible. It's the fact that all three of them said something. Like, yeah, so that's guys why do anything I hate Down there, it. yeah, I'll have a double burger. And then Vince Vaughn's like, with cheese. And then Julianne Moore's like, add a diet coke.
1: I'm like, oh my hey, god, shut the fuck
2: up! <laughs> I want you all to die. All
1: to die. Yeah, yeah. Starting with with Julianne Moore's character, who legitimately is one of my least favorite on screen. characters characters. characters I have ever seen like honestly Jar Jar I'll take him any day over this shit like every single thing she does I'm just like whoa how how the fuck is this a real human being that's supposed to be smart like she's supposed to be the smart character in all of this stuff and I just I hate her relationship and chemistry with Jeff Goldblum it makes absolutely no sense the fact that she is his motivation to get back on the island like We just watched the first movie last week. We know how scary that whole situation was, how injured he got. He went face (laughs) to face with the T-Rex, and you're telling me that this is how easy it is to get it back on the island, let alone the fact of this, the entire premise of why they would need to go to the island in the first place. Oh, there's a second island? Like, this is sequel, the movie to a T right for all the wrong reasons Andy said it's a stinker I am right there with him like this movie is a stinker it's Being a kid of the 90s stinker, man yeah <laughs> dude and, and it's so sad because the first one was phenomenal 10 out of 10 we talked about that for hours last week but oh you should have been here. This- Greg, okay. Yeah. It was so good, Drake. It's so good. Movie. Movie. Uh, but Finish the thing about this one is it's like at the end of the day, it is still a movie, a, a 90s movie with dinosaurs. So I think that for as much of a stinker as it is, I didn't hate watching it. I don't really want to watch it again anytime soon. But like there are still enough things like the raptors going through the tall grass where I'm like, all right, this is really fucking cool. Like I'm totally into this. And I stand by the trailer going off the clip scene specifically because of the way it's shot. It feels like a Steven Spielberg That's set piece getting there sucks the story reasons why they're there the baby t-rex in any way shape or form <laughs> such a stupid stupid plot and i fucking hate it but the way the entire scene so is shot so many times i know i know on, it's kind of of take...
3: tibby, we need to take care of him get him over here blah, blah, blah. Like, what
1: what
4: if you were just why? andy cortez i just wanted to say that <laughs> when like obviously they they have great sound design and like they Take all these samples from all these, you know, animals in real life and give this movie kind of uh, sort of a. It makes it feel real, right? The way the T Rexes sound, everything sounds very natural sounding. But when the baby T Rex is fucking. In that little thing with the tape around his mouth, it sounds like Nick doing his baby <laughs> impersonation. It just sounds like.
0: <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah.
4: <laughs> like, it doesn't, it, it, it sounds like a human making a noise, and I hate that. And as soon as they take the, the tape off, then it sounds like. It does like more of an animal cry. But when it's in there, it's like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I hate it.
4: uh, the,
1: the problem I have is that the, the whole scene, the trailer falling off the cliff, that whole thing belongs in the first movie. And I don't just mean that in terms of like, oh, plot wise or whatever. I mean, it in terms of like it, the things that are good about it are as good as anything in the first movie. Everything else that's bad needed the rest of the stuff that's good from the first movie to like really make it hold up. What I love about it is the dude that ends up dying in the Jeep that's trying to save them. Like he goes from this character that we just legitimately do not give a fuck about. And throughout that scene, by the time he dies, you're bummed out. And I think that that is cinematography that is the use of spielberg kind of making us care about somebody through camera work through movie making and movie magic and then it's just surrounded by so much bullshit and it did get me caring when uh julianne moore was on the the glass like that shit's iconic for good reasons like i kept saying yeah. last week the jurassic park is iconic there are so few iconic things in this movie uh but i do think that that scene stands up despite actively trying to not and to like <laughs> fuck it up at any fucking uh left or right that they can take um another thing I like about the movie is their commitment to being like you should be scared of all of them even the little ones the first movie did it as well I love starting the movie with this and like having them attack the little girl and not seeing it I remember being terrified of that when I was a kid and even now it still had like some residual effects of PTSD where I was like oh shit and I was like oh they're gonna come back and they're gonna fuck people up later That <laughs> shit's cool. That is really all the positives I can give to this. I think you guys know I'm a sucker for score and shit. The score sucks in this movie. I'm sorry. How did you ruin the Jurassic Park theme? They did it. they found a way. Life finds a way. way. ruin <laughs> the score in this movie finds <laughs> a Goddamn way.
2: yeah, I agree. I think the movie the whole movie is just a bummer, man. It's just a bummer. Like and and that's the thing too, is even with even the way the movie shot, the island's not as pretty most of it looks like it was like i mean i think most of it was shot like near woods that doesn't even look tropical half the time like, what i mean the the, you can just here?
3: get down to the fact of like i mean jurassic park you watch now and i wasn't here with you guys last week but i assume you're on the same page that jurassic park visually visual effects holds up and looks great you watch this and the, the cg looks so bad because of course they're like oh we don't do practical anymore computers will take care of everything yeah and when they do do the
2: fucking practical little guys all over the fucking thing it looks terrible well, the practical, the practical stuff I thought was fine. It's just the fact that they felt the need because it's a sequel to take it up a notch, like Tim talked about at the beginning. Putting in six more minutes of CG dinosaurs in this is a lot more money. And man, it stands. The first dinosaurs we see, which should be this wow moment of the Stegosaurus coming over the, the top, but it's in this little like weird gully and they just look so fucking fake. It's just underwhelming.
4: Andy? I really hated the pu- the... Puppet moment of the Velociraptor breaking into the glass, and you could just tell it's a hand (laughs) in a head, like trying to break into glass. It looks so terrible. It looks so bad. You ready for the the last one? Last thing I want to say before the plot uh
1: is one of my bigger criticisms of the movie overall is that for as nonsensical as the plot is, it feels like there's 20 to 30 minutes of this movie missing. Uh, in between this movie legitimately ending, you could have rolled credits and been fine, and it would have still been a stinker. But whatever. We then go to San Diego. The, there's an in between where it's like, how the fuck did we get here? That is truly, truly bizarre. The enemies in this movie fucking suck, and he hit the plot.
4: Welcome to Jurassic Plot. you can start Nick
2: oh or is it Greg it's me, it's me okay cool one. you can start Nick. now I know what everyone was thinking this is a little this is a little precursor to the plot I know what you guys were thinking out there Nick Ooh. is the Lysine contingency gonna fucking
0: come <laughs> back they did it everybody and they
2: did it not one person not one single person in the comments of our Jurassic Park in review Fucking remember that the Lysian contingency comes back at the beginning of this movie. Not one of you. Not one of you. It was eight of you. Fucking reminded me <laughs> that I forgot that this was in this movie. Who cares? I, I blank this whole movie. Anyway, we're going to talk about Jurassic, The Lost World, Jurassic. That's not your Park fault. Two, Nick. That's the their fault for continues.
4: remembering. Exactly. Yeah. What
2: the hell yeah. did you guys do with your fucking childhoods? I was out there watching that movie. I was watching the '89 Batman instead of this fucking movie. Isla Sorna, 87 miles southwest, the Isla Newbar, but just a little left of Isla. Greg sucks. A rich family <laughs> drinks some champagne while their daughter gets eaten alive by campies, uh, which are all were dinosaurs, by the way. In the first jurassic park worth noting uh they 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 made a note of that and they just come back in this one but they never they didn't put them in the movies uh this jungle is super scary she gets bitten by all of them and it's horrifying uh actually the fun fact that i don't i'm surprised you don't have this trivia tim she actually Mm. doesn't die from that she she actually just gets bit a lot walks a couple more ways snakes right to the fucking eyes oh man every
1: single time a real villain i appreciate that snakes are the villain in this (laughs) <laughs> because that dude would rather get eaten by a fucking T Rex than deal with the fucking oh, snake for a second. And true. plus,
4: it was a milk snake, red and black, friend of Jack, red and yellow, kill a fellow. Like, it's not going to poison you. Get Get over yourself, dude.
3: I appreciate yeah, they set up this uh, British family to be just a bunch of douchebags, so we don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, it sucks their daughter gets eaten or gets bit a bunch, but, like, <clears throat> the parents just suck, and, like, when the mom goes over to make herself food or drink or whatever, and, like, she won't pour it, she calls the servant over, and then when the daughter screams and they all run to one point in the sand and stand there and call her rather than fucking sprint to the problem.
5: Well, he just, like, the dad just looks up from his newspaper while she's screaming, like, oh, what is that? Like, no movement whatsoever until and they like she, eventually get up.
4: And Joe, would she have grown up to be shitty? Probably, right? So,
2: yeah, uh,
5: yeah, nature up. versus nurture. Hard mm-hmm. to tell.
4: him young, let God sort him out. Uh, Jesus.
2: we cut over to Ian Malcolm, who gets recognized in a train by a Douchebag because oh, now he's world stand, famous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he heads to Hammond's house and is greeted. Wait, by, did you see uh, Eli Roth on the train? Was Eli Roth mm-hmm. on the train?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, 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 it's not, I don't think it's a, I don't know if it's, a, I
2: don't know what his deal is, if he's an extra or whatever, but yeah, he's standing along the pole. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my first indication I'm not going to like this movie because, to <laughs> Tim's note, he, Jeff Goldblum, dub, the double shirt Jeff Goldblum, uh, the cut hair Jeff Goldblum, he doesn't have the swagger, he's not wearing the watch, the leather jacket's there, but it looks like it's a different leather jacket. It just,
1: The whole thing just doesn't work for me. I he's mean the cover a little bit. Can we just appreciate for a, fact, for a moment that like Jeff Goldblum was trying to tell us something. Like The first time we see him in this movie, <laughs> he's very early on. And what's he doing? He yawns. He's yawning. just yawning. Yeah. <laughs> yawning, yawning they they transition problem. from the screaming girl into him yawning, and I will appreciate. And I, it was obviously a choice that they did this, but I do appreciate the shot behind him. There's like a the a subway, and it like yeah. it looks like he's not an island, but he's not an island. He's yeah. in a subway thing,
4: and I was just like, "Oh, you're doing something," but I don't know. And then uh, Casey Jones talks to him. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this guy. fucking you're guy? The guy. What's up with uh, this dude? Thought he had a the brightest career ahead of him. Like <laughs> he was hair. like,
5: I get one shot, and I'm giving it 120. percent And he did.
4: Oh yeah, this there's guy's Eli Rock. Reminds Greg. me of uh,
2: Brecken Myers in Clueless. Uh, <laughs> That's a pull for Joey, and Joey alone. Uh, he heads just over watched a- it. To Hammond's old house, and he's greeted by Reginald from Spider-Man and the kids from the first movie who F- are F- now all grown up. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like these kids now. I Hope they're on the rest of this film. Darn, <laughs> no,pe they're not. Uh, Ludlow greets him. And makes fun of him for spilling the beans on Isla Nublar despite having signed an NDA. And now everyone thinks he's a crackpot. Hammond, as it turns out, is incapacitated. So the board of InGen is about to burn the whole thing down. Or are they? Thank God for Site B. Isla Nublar was a showroom, if you didn't know. Isla Sorna is where all the animals were bred. Except for those animals we saw being born on fucking Isla <laughs> Nublar. And despite the fact that they said all the animals are born here, it doesn't matter. I guess. That what a B fucking good
1: point, Nick. Holy shit. Yeah. Just That's for the tourist Nick. Retconning all that shit. You got him, dude. You got him. Uh,
2: don't worry, the everyone. Experience. Isla stormers with the animals. Don't worry. With, it doesn't matter. Uh, Hurricane Clarissa wiped out the facility on site. B and L, the animals have escaped, and they're running wild. Uh, by now, there's a complete ecological system. We don't even know what's on that island. Can I talk you into going there, Greg? Are you talked into going there yet? Fuck uh, no. Of course. Uh, Ian Malcolm rightfully because he remembers that one second when he was fucking like his leg was hurting and he was single chested out about those two dudes across the fucking room talking about the lysine deficiency. He goes, what about the lysine deficiency? <laughs> he, goes, they're, they're flourishing. he says, oh, well, don't worry about the lysine deficiency because all the plants have all the fucking plant eating animals ate lysine plants and then the carnivores eat them and so it's totally fine. Life finds a way? Like, uh, 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 found a fucking way. The carnivores, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, and he goes, we're not going to make the same mistakes we made before. He goes, no, uh, you're making all new ones, which is true. Uh, he's
4: like, listen, we got a but, like, but team again, you're in. doing you're doing the Jeff Goldblum thing, and he's like at twenty percent. Yeah, he's of not it. full Jeff Goblin. He doesn't it ever sucks. go. Yeah. It really stinks, man. It bums me out that they just took away all of the personality. (laughs) I don't think they took it away, Andy. I think
2: Jeff Goldblum just has to bear the full fucking weight of this stinker on his shoulders, and it would weigh anyone down.
4: No, it's like it's, you know, now you're the main character. You can't just be that straight man.
2: yeah. Yeah, but you can't be like the only movie that can pull that off is like
4: a Tim Burton
2: movie where Johnny Depp's got scissors for hands. You can't do this. He's got to be the straight guy in this. Cause all he's, cause he has, by the way, he's the only person in this movie that reacts like a fucking regular human being would. Everyone else is
4: like, Oh, a T-Rex. I'll take a picture of it. I'm not going
2: to run from it.
4: <laughs> Nick, but and, think about how much more fun you and I are when we don't have to be the main host. We're so cool. You know, we're way funner. <laughs> we we got simple. zingers left and right. That's you don't even know what host we're host gonna do. And then exactly. when we're the main host, we gotta be, we gotta be straight lays. Read the ads, think the, the, the tie on. It fucking sucks, dude. You know that's why I won't do it. Or if you to <laughs> do it. Bring back
1: Greg. Uh, there's <laughs> oh, the- real, real quick, real quick, I just want to say it, t- to this point about Jeff Goldblum. I hate it because they totally. To, like downplay him it's 20 percent of who he is and all this and it's like what what is there like oh don't worry though we're gonna give you something we're gonna give him a shitty family like great now we have to deal with the <laughs> fucking kid There's his kid who he movies. has no chemistry with at and- all and then this girlfriend that oh lord well, and
3: not to
5: mention that it's even weirder thinking about the first movie of like he has a kid and a family but like has interacts with the first movie kids like he's never seen a kid before and that doesn't really make any sense I don't like it Julianne Moore (laughs) he
3: meets on the set for the first day as they're filming like all right, cool you guys are in a relationship and
5: also the fact that he has to find out from John Hammond that she went and she was just like Oh, hey, by the way, I just knew that you wouldn't want or you wouldn't come. I know unless... this is
3: a super PTSD kind of thing for you. Yeah. And I know how much it fucked you up because oh, I talked
2: to you about it. But I my go. God, are you kidding me? Listen, I love my wife. I love her beyond anything on this fucking planet. But if I spent four years telling her the horrors that I witnessed on this fucking Jurassic Park Island and then she went there anyway, I'd be like, you're on your own. I'm not going there. You're a grown-ass mm-hmm. adult, and you made this choice, and if you come back with half a fucking skull because a T-Rex <laughs> decided to use you as a gumball, that's on you. I digress. They put a team together of people that you think you would like. Uh, Vince Vaughn, we got the dude the dude from uh, West Wing. Totally. And then we got Julianne Moore. I'm like, what a banger cast. You're gonna throw Jeff Goldblum in there? How could this possibly miss? And then of course his daughter shows up. You're like, oh, okay, we gotta have a kid in this. And then Hammond tells him about Sarah. So he's like, oh my God, I gotta go, I gotta go save her. I'll, I'll call her and tell her not to go, but of course she's already there. Hammond outthinking thinking everyone. Uh, the old man has lost his marbles, but he's not that far off step. Um, he goes, listen, I love this. I do like this one line where he's, cause Hammond's kind of insane. He goes, if you wanna leave your name on something, fine, but stop putting it on other people's headstones. It's a cool thing for someone it to say. It is a cool, cool line. Is That's a cool line. Line. And then he goes, and then he's like, it's not a research expedition anymore. It's a rescue expedition." Woo! Fucking cool. Then... Good movie, dude. Karen, is <laughs> weird. Who yeah. is badass? Uh, Ian meets up with Eddie and Vince Vaughn, who's wearing a really big sweater, and is really into uh, <laughs> women from Greenpeace. Ian's daughter comes to hang out and calls someone named Karen a troglodyte, and I, I just hear Yeah, because she doesn't even have Sega. Exactly. Uh, he lies to her about Sarah because uh, because apparently you can't trust kids in this. I'd have been like, listen, I'm going to get Sarah. We're go- it's a very dangerous environment where there's animals. Please don't please for Christ's sake. Also, dad of the fucking year, you left without saying bye to your daughter. She was just hiding on the bus for like <laughs> half a day. You just forgot about her. <laughs> What are you doing? All right. Uh, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. PTSD. Uh, we established that, that he's not he's not with the mother anymore, uh, but that the daughter actually likes Sarah a lot. So uh, anyway, uh, Kelly, I think is the daughter's name, takes in all the high tech gadget stuff and goes, you know what? I'll hide out here. Spend more time with old dad. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, the head of the island. It's way uglier than Nublar. And again, <laughs> something that it just is like this whole movie is, I think, purposely shot dark and supposed to be gloomy and ominous, but it really is not fun. It's just kind of, you know, it's like a cloud hanging over the movie itself. Uh, the dude from West Wing was, has a blow dart gun, and Vince Vaughn argues with the boat captain because a boat captain doesn't want anything to do with the island he affectionately refers to as the five deaths. We'll which is, what is. dope. So cool. it's, something. It it's cool. something i think you know, it's we'll cool just say it's something uh man I, this is the first part where i go man this island looks a lot like near woods and then i looked it up and yeah like 40 percent of this movie was shot in Near woods i'm like cool that makes sense uh they find sarah's backpack and it's all messed up and she's got her sat phone in it which explains why she doesn't answer we have one throwaway line where she never answers her phone uh and then i heard a stegosaurus walk by and they look really bad and everyone kind of reacts like they're really bad CGI. everyone's like this is the first time two out of the three characters in this scene have seen dinosaurs and they
4: just go like this Okay, that's it. Um. How did nobody see Sarah? I'm so mad. I like, I fucking hate that. I as a seven or eight They're year so old, distracted like, by is the dinosaurs. stupid as fuck. Like <laughs> this person, how did she not hear them? How like, oh, this is the we, worst. The we worst. do get one
2: great Jeff Goldblum line here, where he goes, "Ooh, ah, that's how it starts. But later, there's running and screaming and screaming.
0: Yeah,
2: it uh, turns out Sarah just." Just an inch off screen the entire time. <laughs> just yeah. to, it is like if I just looked. To, oh, there's Tim. Right, you're <laughs> for me. <laughs> ridiculous. And the torn backpack, Greg. Great question. That's just her lucky backpack. It lucky backpack. backpack, of course. Her boyfriend wouldn't know that. He would never know that her backpack always looks like that because he is just completely fucking oblivious to everything. She figured out how the animals survive without lysine. They ate more plants, and then they got eaten. Oh, that's where they got that. Uh, Then she sneaks up on a baby Stegosaurus while Vince Vaughn films it, and he goes, man, I'm going to win a Pulitzer Prize for this or a Nobel Peace Prize or whatever, and this little thing is fucking cute. Sarah's camera freaks out because... this is a great little touchstone. Uh, this is actually a real film camera that has a mechanism in it that rewinds the film when you're done, which uh, you guys have probably never seen in your life because everything is digital now. But then a herd of T-Rexes come. Uh, oh, wait, no, I wrote that part before I saw the next part. Was I right? No, you weren't, right, Nick? Uh, nah, <laughs> Nick tries to sm- fucking... To smoke a dart, but Sarah stops him because she's like, They have a highly olfactory senses. And he's like, Oh, God forbid we offend one of the dinosaurs that shouldn't be here anyway. Ian tries to tell her how much danger they're in. She calls him the predator. And he's like, What the fuck? I would have (laughs) just left this part. Uh, Yeah, that was
4: a pretty messed up line.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm
5: still. Like, failing to see what their chemistry. what kind of couple, yeah, dynamic they have. Because it yes. seems terrible. It and way, remember, though. like,
3: she says at one point she'd settle for trying to get him into a cab. Like, he doesn't come see her is what I took away from that line. Like, yeah.
4: They're protecting their baby. So am I. Like, if you would have told me that they've been divorced for four years, like, I'd totally believe it. Because it just doesn't seem like they like each other.
1: Mm-mm. But I uh, get it. She's miserable. Yeah. <laughs>
5: But why would he risk his life to go rescue no, okay, somebody you know he clearly doesn't like, let alone I don't love?
3: Know
1: they had There's that. a lot of
3: societal pressure that if your partner goes somewhere and they're going to die, even if you don't like them that much, you got to go get them. <laughs> you just got to go. <laughs> like, that's going to reflect badly on him when this news right. breaks. They're like, oh, she died. My Sarah died. Weren't you dating her? Yeah oh, man, I must have caught you off guard when you find out she was there, right? And he's like, well, I found out days before she got murdered. Yeah, I could have gone. I had the flight book, but I canceled it. Oh, fuck, don't you have, like, first-hand knowledge of how to fight dinosaurs to stop? I'm like, yeah, but I just, I didn't want, I got a
4: daughter here that I was busy. He he's still a
5: chaos month. theorist. He doesn't, he's, like, not qualified.
3: It's been
4: bad either. for his job. It's been bad for his job. Yeah, it's been the, pa- the Padres were in town, you know. <laughs> san diego i don't know Uh, that was
2: good that was good thank you you. they head back to base camp where they find a fire surprise kelly's there and she's cooking him dinner but of course the fire is like that's a bad idea because it's going to bring all the animals out anywhere sarah comes to her side uh and apparently no one grasps how much trouble they're in just yet ian can't get the sat phone to work and nothing's really happened so far in this movie uh this movie 100 needs way more nedry i would literally pull sarah (laughs) aside at this point and tell her the story of ray and his severed
1: arm but apparently she doesn't. Shit. Uh, Sarah tries. To throw, throw, to throw. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, did, did, did I miss you? the introduction of like the bad guys yet? No. Okay, that has not happened. No, they're yet. coming okay. up okay. right now. This movie would be know. so
5: much better if Ray Romano was in it. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> or at least
2: also, his brother.
4: What's like, like a future oh. Robert? Robert? No, Ray. <laughs> That's what he sounds. Um, future question for the rest of the movie: Does anybody take off their shirt?
2: No. I
3: don't. Ever?
2: Jeff Goldblum, like, uh, at this, the very again, end, when he's
3: passed out, his shirt's a little bit open, kind of as an homage to him laying down in Jurassic Park. Yeah, okay, not, I'll wait. I'll and, wait till and, then.
2: And this is gonna sound like, but I'm not trying to body shame Jeff Goldblum in this Uh-oh. though, but he's definitely like didn't work out for this so much so that he had to wear the double, like the t shirt underneath the button up, which I know was a sign of the times in the mid 80s, 90s, but like let's put it this way three years earlier fucking three buttons down is how far he went with that shirt, right? He shows up to the island. And there was only like, two buttons on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let me know when we get to that a long part. walk off a short pier. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sarah tries to throw it back in Ian's face that he never shows up for stuff. And again, I would regale them about the story of Gennaro who got eaten while taking a fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back in five or six days. He'll be back in five or six pieces is what he says. Oh. Then they spot a bunch of helicopters from InGen, but Hammond didn't send them. It must be Pete Postlewood who to Andy's point very underutilized in this film you know why because the film I saw him in last before this was the usual suspects which is fucking God, terrifying day. and he was so terrifying in that sure. movie and in this one you're like he's still cool in this don't get me wrong like, yeah. like I think he might be the coolest character in this movie but
1: okay underutilized. so so th- this is what I wanted to get to is this guy here. I didn't know who you were referring to but yes it is in fact this Pete Postlewit guy his entire plot is the most '90s sequel thing ever? He's like, <laughs> these motherfuckers got T Rexes. I'm gonna hunt it. got he first one. says it, you're like, no, 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 no. Like, there has to be something more than this, right? Like, he can't. It can't be literal. It's a metaphor for something. No, like he actually wants to, him versus a T Rex. Yeah. That's his entire plan. It's like, is this a superhero movie? Are you a supervillain? Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I would understand it in a later movie, in like a Jurassic. Jurassic Park fucking mm-hmm. 17. We totally jumped the shark. This mm-hmm. is what's happening now. This is the second movie after the first one we just saw. And his, sup- his entire plot is, I'm going to hunt that thing.
4: Yep. I wouldn't say it's underutilized. I would say it's just n- misused. Mm-hmm. Like, a, mm-hmm. You have such a cool actor. And even when he's on screen, I enjoy his acting. I enjoy yeah, the lighting delivery. Awesome. I enjoy his dynamics with the other people and kind of like, Hey, I'm the goddamn boss here. Don't try to, like, cross me. I enjoy the vibe of him as being the villain, but it's just the dumbest character. Like, he has Did you enjoy to when, with. like, they just pull the pin on exposition for him? Where he yeah. just, like, lays
3: everything fucking out to the guy Here's that hired him, paragraphs. brought him... Got him on the boots on the ground. And then they're going to negotiate on the yeah. Jeep. And he's just like, here's, here's literally a two and a half minutes of me. You didn't you do this beforehand.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what though, for as much as I fucking want to criticize this movie and this team these dudes rip through the landscape as they hunt down these dinosaurs and it's kind of exciting i'm not gonna lie they're like darting them and shit, and
4: like they're, one of the guys has the cool chair, the chair from oh. the last
1: way. i had the toy like, i had
4: i had yeah. the toy where the little <laughs> chair came out yeah. it was so cool
1: kevin and i had the uh the ninja turtles uh party van that did the same the That's same type awesome. of uh chair yeah. thing yeah. and like Side we would thing. fucking pretend that the ninja turtles were fighting dinosaurs which is way cooler than this movie yeah
2: yeah, it's one of those things, like, just to go back and to talk about the, the this character, Roland, um, stark contrast with the character that's exactly the same from the first movie, where he was, remember the first thing we hear the other characters say, the first time we see him, or the second time we see him, actually, uh, when they're like, oh my god, you got raptors, and he goes, they should be killed, every single one of them, because he is the one who's like, warning everyone, like, look, I have experience with this shit, we're way out of our depth here. I like that character a lot better. Anyway, uh, Roland gives all the dinos nicknames like Elvis as they dart away. It seems like a pretty good party to me if you know what I'm talking about, Greg Miller. Wait. It's, a fun, the-
3: jo- it's a fun joke here where he's trying to read off the pages with all these stupid dinosaur names that some stupid egghead caught up on. But now he's like, you know, I'm going to do the colloquialisms
2: here. I'll have it exactly. so my other guys know what's up. Uh, Sarah's beside herself and how poorly the animals are being treated. And this is the first sign that I hate this movie. Uh, Roland spots. And <laughs> she's like, how could they do that to all these dinosaurs? I'm like, there's like thousands of dinosaurs in this island. I get it. You don't want to see animals mistreated at all. But like, still, no no sense of danger here. Okay, cool. Uh, Roland spots a T-Rex track and super horny. Uh, Dieter shocks the skull off a little uh, compy as Roland heads deeper into the devil's lair and spots a baby T-Rex. So they snatch up the baby T-Rex because they don't want to fucking play on his turf. They want him coming to their home turf uh, mm-hmm. and man. This thing fucking howls. Uh, they sneak over to Ludlow's camp, and Ian figures out that they're going to take all the animals off to the island for profit. Uh, I don't think we've had that beat yet. But anyway, thankfully, Nick's like, that's why I'm here. I I know the fine art of sabotage. And his idea of sabotaging is to let all of the dangerous dinosaurs out yep. so that they will trample through this camp of people who have been hired to come here and kill all of them and destroy all their things. Very strange pl- plotting on his part. There's some whatever.
3: undercuts here at Greenpeace because this is what Greenpeace would do. They wouldn't care about the pandas raging against the people out there, and that's what they, you know, any means necessary. Is that why Greenpeace they, must be technically
5: stout? we're on their
2: territory? So it's true. Home court We also put them on that territory, so it's both of our territories. It's bad. Like, Bears. On her. And
4: what if they just uh, gatling gun all of the dinosaurs? Like, what did you achieve here, Vince Vaughn? You know, so weird.
2: Well, he does have, though, he does have one of those camera from the 90s that I kind of always wanted where it's like the box. A little flip. Yeah, and it flips out. It's pretty cool. Anyway, he's like, I want to film all this for posterity.
1: Kevin, are you ready to bring it up? Thank you so much. If you guys could look at this. Um, I was looking him up to make sure it was the guy I was talking about, and I noticed something that made me laugh. So I just liked it to Andy to see if it was worth sharing, (laughs) (laughs) and it made him laugh. So I just want to direct attention uh, to the children's section of – Pete Postlewaite's waits. Uh, Wikipedia, sure, where sure. it just says children two, including Billy. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's important. <laughs> when was it's the last important. time somebody edited this?
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, we need to go in there and clean that up a little bit. Man, he was uh, only sixty-four when he passed away. That's crazy. Forgot uh, him.
2: Yeah. Oh, here we go. We get the we get the next beat here, of course, of Ludlow showing everyone the concept art for the amphitheater from Jurassic World uh, which we'll see later which is important then dinosaurs burst in the whole, ruin the whole thing. Apparently their, their idea was that Lovelace like, why the fuck would we fly everyone out to Hawaii when we can, we have, we got a sea world right in San Diego and everyone's already used to seeing all these giant animals in captivity and super depressed and it's horrible. Please don't go to sea world. And then they're like, we'll just put this amphitheater right next to them and put a fucking T-rex there. What could possibly go wrong in San Diego? Uh Nick freeze. Like I feel like if the movie focused more on, on that, that as yes, it would have been very fascinating. It would have been actually like, I wish this movie, now that you're saying it, was just the fact that they were like, we're going to open Jurassic Park, San Diego. Yeah, people get stuck in that park in San Diego and then the animals burst free. That would have been a lot more fun awesome, going yeah. back to the island because, damn, man, I if can't you would have to- how much this island's boring.
4: Like, I'd believe it if you told me that something happened budget-wise or some shit and, like, they had to completely change their plans. Because that I- sounds like what could have been the movie. And it feels like... It just wasn't super well thought out. Mm, I don't know. I mean it was based on Crichton?
2: Yeah, whatever Crichton wrote was what what they did here. I, I, I never read The Lost World.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I haven't either. Uh, I was hoping you did, Nick. But no. from what I was looking at, it sounds like people did not like that book.
2: I even. think I honestly think it was rushed, and I am not even kidding when I say this. I think it was just a money grab. I don't think that Crichton wanted to write it. I think March like,
5: ninety four he announced that there would be a, probably be a sequel to both the novel and the film. And then by March 95, that it was he announced that it was almost done. Wow. So he like a year turnaround passed. is like kind of quick.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. pretty quick for a book of, of especially for, you know, a follow up to Jurassic Park, which was a phenomenal book. Anywho, um, we go back to where it all began. That's right. Nick frees the baby T-Rex and Roland gives Dieter some shit. And I'm just, you know what, guys, I'm fucking can we stop here for a second? Greg
3: Hey, everybody, the- we're doing a full stop. We need a full stop down, everybody, right now, all Right? Cameron Kennedy, stop making music. Andy, flex a bit. Let's have a stop.
2: Andy, let me see the triceps. Show the kids what they're missing. What's a tricep? tricep? Exactly. A tricep atop. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm going to say here is this. That was your Billy this episode, Nick. Thank I
4: want to let you know. <laughs> there you go. 43 minutes,
1: 24 seconds. Yeah. Mark
4: that. Uh, oh, Speaking of,
1: before you continue, let me tell you about our sponsors thought we did that already. Did we? No, not yet. No, we no. didn't. Shout out to MapleStory for sponsoring this episode. After 17 years of rich MMO gameplay wrapped in a unique 2D side-scroller, MapleStory is ready to proudly lean into its cute, pixelated aesthetic. The aggressively cute campaign aims to showcase the unexpected juxtaposition of cuddly, smiley characters with rich, multi-layered MMO gameplay. The campaign focuses on telling a story of immense character customization, a vast array of weapons and mounts to choose from, a seemingly endless horizon of lands to explore and battle all, while dealing huge amounts of damage to monsters of all shapes and sizes i know a lot of people out there love maple stories hey come check out this armed and adorable campaign this is your world with over 40 classes and thousands of cosmetic customization options you can play how you want and there's just so much good stuff 18 years of content no signs of slowing means you'll never get bored you can go to maplestory.nexon.net that's maplestory.nexon.net for more or you can just click the link in the description this episode is brought to you by me undies i love me undies you guys have heard me talk about me undies for years at this point i'm always wearing the me undies shirt the me undies lounge pants the me undies undies the me undies socks i can go on and on and on if me undies putting out a product chances are tim gettys is wearing the me undies membership is literally designed to make your life easier with free shipping and returns on every order savings on virtually everything they make exclusive sales and early access to their newest stuff there's kind of no reason not to join get super soft undies bralettes or socks shipped directly to your Door and live a more comfortable life, knowing you always have what you need at your fingertips when you step out of the shower. Me Undies has a great offer for all of you. Any first time purchasers, you can get 15% off for a limited time. If you sign up for their free to join Me Undies membership, you can get 25% off your first membership item. To get 25% off your first membership item or 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundiescom kinda funny. That's meundiescom kinda. And, uh, funny.
4: Now we're um, back. I thought we always do that before the plot. Uh.
2: Listen, we've called this guy the dude from Bad Boys 2. We've called him the fucking Cosmonaut from... At this point, can we just call him Peter Stormar? Stormar? I can't even say the last name. i <laughs> go, go about to call him the dude from Bad Boys. Forget it. Forget it. I was trying to I was trying to some... Stormare? Let's call him Peter Stormare. That's his real name. We gotta respect this guy, because he's literally in every fucking movie I've ever watched. Anyway, Nick brings the baby T-Rex back to Sarah for some help because its leg is broken, and Ian and Kelly try to reach land, uh, and they can't do it. Now, we've had so many instances here. I just want to point it out for for my future criticism of Ian desperately trying to reach land on this phone, the phone being an incredibly vital and important thing in this world because it is their salvation. Keep, yeah. that, in Keep yeah. that in mind. Uh, they decided to set, gonna, they set this <laughs> baby's bones. Otherwise, it won't be able to run like the other animals. And later in the line, probably eight to ten weeks from now, it might die. Kelly freaks out and wants to get high. So they go up to that weird cage, which prior I... to this, Ian referred to as prime biting height.
3: But he was Just joking because that would be like a, you know, a Veggie That's the
1: only thing you can get up that high. T Rex. He didn't get, get to that learn high. that whole thing, though. He missed out on that history lesson. He was damaged goods while everyone else was in the
3: tree, You don't think they recast him at some point? They didn't give him a recap. And also, he's seen a T Rex. He knows how, t- mm. how, how tall a T Rex is.
4: I hate how proud they are of this thing. Like, they introduce it and it's like, it's the high hide. You go up high, you hide. Cool name, huh? High hide. High hide. Yeah. And then to have Sarah, the daughter, be like. I- I'm scared. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I want to go somewhere high. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's just high. terrible writing, dude. Yeah, That's awful bad. fucking writing. <laughs> Where are you and Great
1: Brothers up earlier, right? but the fact that it all kind of just resulted Jeff Goldblum kind of falling, yeah. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like a didache, like what? Now I want to squeeze just
3: a little bit harder.
1: <laughs> funny line, it's a cute line. No, it's funny, <laughs> but like the fact that it it really felt like so much of that was set up to like separate characters, which I understand for tension purposes, but then to result it in just kind of a weird joke that made me laugh. But I don't know that I'm looking for laugh moments in a movie like this at those moments, right? Like i don't know continue nick um also has that ever occurred to you like if this was a real world event that
2: somewhere on that island that cage would still just be up in a tree (laughs) weird right anyway (laughs) uh then they see it the (laughs) telltale they hear the telltale role of mama t-rex coming in ian's like oh my god i gotta call down to sarah and nick to warn them that this fucking massive man-eating monsters coming toward them but of course, the phone just rings and rings and rings, and they don't answer it. Not for lack there's of there's no time. It. They need to save this T Rex baby. We have to set the bone on this T Rex, or seven to twelve weeks from now, it might die. Oh my god! In this situation, if I called one of you and you didn't answer the phone but you had full capability again
4: this is on you kiss your
2: ass goodbye i'm not coming to save you hey at
3: one point yeah i mean give up i understand their whole gimmick here is that they are the tree huggers all right she's a don't fucking step on a rock you might set off a turtle and then that'll make that lizard start talking i understand i understand the anger here Mm -hmm. yeah that's what she's (laughs) mad about that's what she's so worried about i'm like oh we're gonna change the environment of this place we put them on and did all these things to. it's like we got to drop the National Geographic shit at some time, all right? We got no phones. We got no cell phones. We got no regular phones. We don't have phones that plug into cars. We don't have phones. Okay. Go for it, Craig.
4: We got to
1: get out of these dinosaurs. We got to fuck these dinosaurs <laughs> over, all right? <laughs> on top of all of that, it's a baby tyrannosaurus rex like if it was like oh man it's one of the, the leaf eater dudes the homies and like oh he's a little baby one we got to save him he's so cute whatever like i understand this t-rex admittedly looks really cute and vince vaughn holding him i was Very like funny. i i like this <laughs> and believable i think they did a good job with the animatronics and all that stuff with the exception of andy's <laughs> nick baby noise which i totally agree with oh that. Uh, okay yeah, yeah yeah but just like when he's holding him i'm like i believe this is a living creature and like again movie magic it takes you out of it a lot and it's it's cool uh or it takes you into it a lot
4: but you're saving like nah but uh, tim you gotta understand that's how they are dude like the it, hippocratic of you talk about, like, the passion they have, and it's like they would save the lion that killed their family. Yeah. Like, the, the the lion was just, the T-Rex was just doing what it's born but, but to it's do like, sort of thing. You
1: know? And you know, like, look, I, I'm sure that there's probably like some factual evidence against what I'm saying here. Like, oh well, if you look at the script, this actually happened I to whatever it goes. Vince Vaughn is like a fucking <laughs> like videographer guy. Like, yeah, what the I fuck does he don't know about it? Buy that he is like down for the cause and if a lion killed his family, he'd be like, I'll oh, save the lion. Like, no, her, maybe there's something Mm -hmm. wrong with her but like Vince Vaughn it's just like he seems like he has a passing interest in National Geographic like he definitely has a subscription he did the green piece thing for the chicks
2: for the chicks yeah that was was he doesn't care about that's the
1: thing it's like come the fuck on but then they recognize him as like Earth
4: Alive they recognize him as the guy from Earth Alive and they're like the people that do the blah blah he's like no we're environmentalists fuck you like he he said fuck you in my version i don't know about you all no yeah. it wasn't mine mine was pg-13 oh. uh anyway it's not just
2: guess what ian rushes back but it's too late mama rex is there and she's pissed and it's not
4: just mama rex
2: guys that wouldn't be enough this is jurassic park two we need twice two t-rex. rex it's mama rex and daddy rex two rex two furious they take uh sure, the sure. muzzle off of the baby rex and he screams like uh, uh, uh oh this at this point i would I, I put in the script andy could you please scream could you give me the scream
4: Oh, the uh, the T-Rex? Yeah, the
2: baby T-Rex. Oh, the baby T-Rex. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then they give him back to his parents, and everything seems pretty okay at first. And Eddie calls and tells Ian that T-Rexes are headed back to the jungle, even though I'm like, are they? Because they're not. They're actually right there for no reason other than I can only assume (laughs) that the T-Rexes are the most vengeful of all of the dinosaurs out there. They combine forces to push the van just a little bit over the cliff. Not the full way, Greg. They're like, we want to fuck with these people and let them dangle off the cliff because these Tyrannosaurus Rexes are, really, are <laughs> genius Tyrannosaurus Rexes. And they just enjoy angry. watching everyone <laughs> just suffer. Hang on to your butts is what they should have said here as they're going over. Nope. They said hang on to something. What a missed opportunity, guys. Steven Spielberg, call me the fuck up. I'll write your next stupid Jurassic Park movie. Sarah falls down under the windshield. Of course, that is, the, that is one of the images that I remember from this movie, uh, to Tim's point. Uh, and you kind of hope at this point they all die. But <laughs> nope. Nick tries to grab the satellite phone. It fails. and uh, falls through the window. Yada, yada, yada. Listen. Tenth thinks this is great. He's gone. I'm going to have my piece. This is the worst fucking action scene in any of the Jurassic Park movies. It goes on for so long. And well, quick, all... Before
3: he sits down, because I don't even want to hear a shitty yeah. answer. What was he fucking <laughs> saying? That he this should belong to the first movie? Like, what did he fucking
1: smoke today? What, so, I think it's what,
5: only what, I, iconic Gio, because it's yeah. the only thing that's what memorable
1: in this movie. What did the fucking, so wrong, fucking dude. pipe today? <laughs> the shit is dope as fuck, man. It's Listen. so cool. It's Spielberg at his best. It it's, just cool. Needed a it's cool. It's cool. better story to back it up. It's
2: Boring. They fall so. Many it's not times. boring at all. No, it's, so, it's just so the, glass, the glass
4: breaking on the thing is really cool. The fucking band, bag landing. Can I get one more take at the at the baby T Rex sound? Okay, no, I'll set you up it. again.
2: They take his muzzle off and he roars. <laughs> it's very low, but good. So low. Wow. the impressive the breath mic.
5: control on that. That was
2: great uh anyway long story short uh, toby from west wing gets eaten uh and i'm actually kind of sad about that because i'm like wow i like this guy anyway uh worth
1: calling out one more time how terrible the double cheeseburger uh, whole segment was very very horrible fucking horrible but greg what i was trying to say is if this was in the first movie they wouldn't have had lines like that and i stand Mm -hmm. by that sure that's those those characters acted like they, they there was actual sense and logic to everything they said and the way people reacted 90 something percent of the time in this movie that is the opposite of true so I feel like if this was in the first movie it would be 10 out of 10 perfect but because of all the bullshit what should have been a 10 out of 10 moment was brought down to probably like a 6 but it was still v- really exciting
4: Agreed Uh oh. shit. That's perfect
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. They all fall again a bunch. of th- Anyway, long story short, they end up climbing back up, uh, and, and who is there to meet them, but it's all Roland and his team. Uh, let's see. They get, uh, gotta work with the bad guys who yeah, aren't that bad, bad. It turns guys. out not that bad. When they get back to camp, uh, Roland tells them that they destroyed all the comms equipment. You fucking idiot. So they're all screwed, uh, by moving the baby into their camp. They've changed where the T-Rex is oh and now yeah. everything is messed up and everyone is in danger. Says the hippie who only has three lines in this whole movie.
3: Do you know is who the hippies
2: character? No. Uh, he's the guy who plays
3: uh, uh, Mox's dad in Varsity Blues. And I bring oh, this up because okay. he looks so dramatically different and bald in that. Like, clearly this is a wig or whatever. But Thomas right. F. Duffy is the man we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas. If you're a Varsity Blues fan and you watch this movie, I just blew your mind. Melissa Hagler says, no way. Ha, ha, ha. See, there Oh, shit.
5: Any relation to Patrick
2: Duffy? I'll get back to you. I hope Thank so. You. Is it a wig? I don't know. Andy's dropping the fucking ball. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Wicked House Carpito. Uh, this guy gets eaten. I love it. Uh, <laughs> knows,
4: Trust me, Ludlow I opened up the me. file. I don't know why it's not working. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, knows love an old communication center, uh, and they can head over to you to call. Uh, it's a day's walk, but there's one problem. Uh, what is it? velociraptors uh also they most likely still be hunted by the t-rexes too because they got a taste for vengeance and now mommy and daddy want dessert saddle up let's get this movable feast underway is what roland says then the more music plays and it all just seems out of place nick takes a quiet moment in the torrential downpour to bond with roland which fancies himself the second best predator on the planet what's the first tim that's right the t-rex uh roland spots the blood on sarah's shirt and you think at this point he's like i'm a very very established hunter Now, I probably know that these animals can smell very well, and that's the blood of their baby on it, so they're probably tracking us that way. Why don't you throw that shirt out? And she's like, I don't know. It won't dry. The blood's just so pungent. I can't smell anything but blood. Uh, Anyway, Roland, Dieter tries to tell Carter he's going to take a piss, but despite hunting the deadliest predators on the planet, Carter has his headphones in at full blast, just taking a break. Like, they're not going to find me in this thick uh, jungle. Uh, so Dieter goes over there uh, and, and, and and gets killed by a herd of campies. Nick, they just, would you
5: give him, like, any sort of slack if he was listening to Obsession by Animotion? 100%. Oof. Okay.
2: 100%. I'd be like, you know what? You do you, Carter. Is you, it you a wig? Do I don't know. <laughs> Wigging in that with Scarpino. What's up, everybody? A day late and a dollar short. Thank you. Who are we Andy talking Cortez? about? The <laughs> Varsity Blues dad. The Varsity Blues dad. Who? Yeah, oh. He looks so different with this. I mean, that might have been his hair, actually, now that I'm looking. I haven't seen him with the hat off. There's No, way No, to... I can't imagine that because
3: it looks so natural. Varsity Blues and Nurses, like two years later, according to IMDb. And then, like, yeah, really if you look at him now, team. he's got a very
2: similar haircut. He also kind of uh, looks like <clears throat> Joss Whedon a little bit now.
3: He does look like Joss Whedon a little bit. Uh, not related to Patrick Duffy, uh, by him. the way. But mm. it looked... No, yeah, not related to Patrick Duffy, uh, but... He does have his personal life bio on uh wikipedia kind of dark just letting you know okay well, what, we'll was your, what was your question this guy then. i was gonna ask if he was related to
2: hillary duffy nice no, hillary, hillary Duffy. that's a name. different thing no, well, no google it anyway uh the campies eat him alive and you're kind of happy for the campies uh rolling i have a question
4: out. about yeah. these little baby dinosaurs. i things. wish a t-rex would eat nick right now <laughs> no. <laughs> Like honestly He's, him saying Hillary Duffy is like the yeah. most upsetting thing I've ever heard the
5: disrespect um do you, so while I was watching this scene it did mm-hmm. make me think that maybe uh the whole like would you rather fight one horse-sized yeah. duck yeah. or a bunch of duck-sized horses mm-hmm. maybe the little ones is the worst one to go because they can just like snip at you and bite at you. Yeah, but and you die like a slower ducks, death, Joey. You, yeah, you take it but slow when I mean, all you do is, in is roll on the
3: screen. Like you know what I mean? Like he's gotta, he just gotta. You yank the one, you break, the one. You yank, yank the, one, you break the one. you yank the one, you break the one. You yank the it. one, smash, it. smash, smash. Snap you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do these, these have, have like the claws
5: like the velociraptors? Can they like presumably they can?
3: Not claws, it would hurt you though. Yeah, like cat claws. You know, you're getting up. You're getting up. It's
1: like like the bees in my girl, exactly.
4: Except he was a lawyer. That's so
5: tragic. Thomas James's glasses,
4: glasses. he just wasn't horrible using like logic or anything like he. Greg, he never reached and grabbed one. It was yeah. all, it was like, I don't have hands that can grab things like, dude, you're they're all they're on you right now. Roll over, grab one like I'm with Greg, dude. I'd be way better. But you're in a in that panic situation.
5: state of mind. I don't think that, but
4: that's when I, that's got to be like,
5: don't
3: get me wrong. Do I want to be in this situation, Joey? Of course not. I but do. I would but, think there'd be that moment of a little it would be freeing. I'm just like, this is cool because there are no rules now. There are no rules. The rules of society nature. that have tethered me to this plane yeah. of existence are gone now. And have I ever thought about grabbing something by the neck and breaking it? <laughs> Animal person. <laughs> artists of course but yeah. <laughs> like i wouldn't do
2: it animal like, person like, artist i don't know what that <laughs> means. i like to, i like to think in the in the in greg's fantasy world we find him it's and he's like, completely naked with the, like a loin cloth we're like did the campies do that he's like no. no that was just preparation for this battle anyway roland goes out to find dieter but he's in pieces and i love the fact that it's just a throwaway line he's like ah, oh, we found him but
1: it's not worth showing uh and then he, just the parts and, i didn't that they didn't like I fucking right. love that again I was saying like I saw this movie when I was a kid it scared the hell out of me these little guys and this scene was the payoff to that like the blood going down the river and all that shit it was like goddamn like all of this I think is actually really cool it's just when you're an adult watching it you're like why didn't you stop dropping roll man the golden rule Well, it's not only that, but I just think they missed an opportunity to actually have
2: Roland. Because Dieter was like a second in command, so they had some sort of relationship, maybe third in command. Uh, I just thought it was missing one scene where they come across this body, and it's like, you see it. But they just, it's just a throwaway line, which, whatever, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. This movie's long as is. They probably cut it for timing. Uh, Sarah realizes her bloody jacket has the scent of the youngling on it. uh, So she packs up all her snacks for some reason and then hides in her tent as uh, the T Rexes approach and they just sneak around. And Kelly wakes up and freaks out, uh, but they're pinned down in their tent. uh, And then Carter finally wakes up and starts screaming to fucking kill this thing. And everyone's I also hate this scene.
5: Did they, would no one really wake up if they're just T Rexes? Well, Joe, what you have
2: to understand is the T. Rex weighs probably a solid what, two, nine tons, ten tons. They're very silent creatures. They're very, very balletic, right? Like these things, yeah. light touch, light on their light feet, light, light touch.
4: <laughs> no, Ballet dude. Every time Ballet these things are ballaic. <laughs> dude, every
2: every time these things take a step in the first movie, <laughs> go, go. Yeah. And by the way, if you time out their steps, they're for sure slowing it down, right? Because it's like go. So, just imagine how the T Rex is walking. Gah. It's really? gone, right? Like, yeah. it's like, I'm a, what's up with a time. No, these things would be incredibly loud walking in, but it doesn't matter. For the sake of this, again, I hope both these characters get eaten. Doesn't matter. Carter
1: gets stomped out of existence. Uh, Roland, I loads do like at- the touch, though, of the human body being stuck to the T Rex's foot yeah. as he steps, and you see That's it kind of cool. like fall off. Dope. Kind of gross.
2: Roland tries to shoot the T-Rex, but uh, Nick, despite knowing at this point how dangerous these animals are, have somehow he removed the shells. Excuse me, the bullet, the actual slug from the shells and then stuck the shells back into this guy's gun. Why not just take the shells out of the gun? I don't know. Maybe it's just to fool him. But man, this could have really killed Roland.
3: It's time for a brand new segment called Cam for Cam. Hit the song. Cam for Cam. Cam for Cam. I slacked you about this like 10 minutes ago. Go Did for you? it. <laughs> <laughs> you also slacked me a picture bam, of Peter Bam, bam,
4: Cam for Cam. Bam,
3: bam, Cam for Cam. <laughs> What's is. up, everybody? Welcome to Cam for Cam, the podcast within a podcast where I ask Nick Scarpino, does he like Vince Vaughn, the cameraman, in the Lost World Jurassic Park, more or less than Hank Azaria, the cameraman in Godzilla with oh Matthew Broderick? God. A year are later.
2: Are you that's not eat i thought you knew me i thought you knew me greg <laughs> muller hank azaria banger of a job in godzilla the next year love that nick- in fact we should throw godzilla into this mix because i got it's gonna house 90 percent of these fucking jurassic park movies
3: <laughs> nick that was the right answer and that's been another episode of cam for cam andy play me out cam cam
2: the bed,
0: the bed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everyone starts dying real quick here. And Pete Pastaway, keeping his head real cool, grabs one of those massive blow darts and just shoots the T-Rex in the neck. Right in the fatty part. Uh, hippie guy gets eaten by a snake in his vest, and the T-Rex kills him in a waterfall. And then a bunch of um, um, I put uh, mercs run into the long grass, despite a J telling them to stop. And then he runs in there, too, for some reason. And this is the only cool shot in this whole movie. Because them moving, and you can see the trails of Velociraptors as the coming toward them as they're about to get eaten alive is awesome. Incredible, and they all get murdered, and this scene is awesome. I wish the movie could could live up to this, but it does not. Um, then Malcolm and the kids run through the grass too. <laughs> He's just like run faster. They're like, oh okay, yeah. yeah. Run oh my god,
1: how is uh, how are you gonna have such an amazing amazing scene? And then what's the solution? Run run faster. faster. Which we already established in the first movie
2: that these things can run at a land speed of like thirty miles an hour. So. <laughs> Good luck getting through that tall grass, uh, you know, which of course is Greg Miller's favorite thing. Uh, Ian wow, hurts his foot. Thing. So Nick goes on to the comm center by himself. He's like, time is money, baby. Uh, he sees a bunch of artwork from Jurassic Park and laughs, and then he fires out the power and calls InGen for help. All pretty easy. Then Ludlow surveys the T-Rex that uh, rolling down and he just sees money signs. He's like, I'm gonna make so much money off this thing. Then a raptor jumps on Sarah's back and eats her lucky pack. Uh, how will we beat them? With our brains, Tim? No, that's too simple. We need something a little bit more angelic, a little bit more Gymtastic. That's right. We're getting to the best part of this mm-hmm. whole movie. Sarah and Kelly mm-hmm. trying to dig their way out of a shed, but a raptor just catches on. He's like, oh, I'm not fucking stupid. I can hear you. See you guys over there digging out. So he goes <laughs> around and he pops his head and they're like, oh, no, we're stuck. And then Ian runs in to join them for some stupid reason. And then Kelly takes matters in her own. Like All these adults are idiots and not one of you fucking idiots knows gymnastics like I do. So I'm going to pull whatever the spinny bar thing is they do and kicks fucking one awful. of the raptors off the ledge. And then he goes, school cut you from the team. And I'm like, you're taking a second. To have a quippy line, there's five other raptors out there, and I think two of them were actually in the shed, but they just kind of disappeared somehow. Anyway,
4: like what what this needed more, like to make it even more dumb, is like have the actual padding on the floor and have her have chalk on her hands. Like, (laughs) how is this situation so perfectly set up? You know, like (laughs) like I was looking a raptor on the side of like wrapped raptor on the side of lift like a 10, you know, like a terrible dude. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: Uh, Sarah somehow gets uh, separated. She makes her wake up at the ledge. Doesn't matter. She falls off. She makes another the raptor fall. She falls in the middle and they start fighting. She gets away. Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, they make it aboard. Anyway, Nick p- finally materializes. I don't know where the fuck he's been. He's like, hey, guys, the chopper is this way. Come over here. And like, hey, I, see I, it.
4: This all sucks, too. It's just like. Where
2: were you when we were screaming your name and we were getting attacked by raptors?
4: Just this whole, it's like they just changed locations from one millisecond to the next. Like they're in danger and suddenly it's like, oh, big army building. Yeah, it's such a weird kind of transition. I hate it.
2: Don't love it. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. They all get aboard the helicopter safe and sound and it's kind of boring. Like they could have probably, like you wanted this scene to be them like, the last person jumping onto the helicopter as the raptor like nips and takes their shoe off. But instead, the guys like, "You guys are bored, yeah. You guys need. Do you guys anyone need drinks or anything? You guys, some water or something." <laughs> well, park? there's
1: also a moment here where they're like they're running into the helicopter and it's all like one long shot, and it is one of the first times I've because long shots traditionally the coolest things ever, and Spielberg movies the coolest things ever. This is literally like. Why are you showing us this? Nothing interesting is happening this entire way through. We're all a little bewildered at how we're getting from one place to the next. And you're letting us sit and think about that this long. Like, it was not good at all.
2: It's weird.
4: Have uh, we seen ride? Ian Malkin's no. shirt like open chest yet? You know, they save that for so. the end when he's passed out. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Fair enough.
2: Uh, let's see. Helicopter ride. Like we talked about nothing like the first one. Kelly is crying. Everyone is tired and sad and Nick. For all we know, may or may not have killed Roland. Uh, nope, Roland is alive. They captured the T-Rex, and baby, they're gonna take it back where it belongs, San Diego. Uh, but Roland, you should bunk. be
3: excited. You did this for science.
2: Yeah, but I lost the other guy. I'm I've like, seen too her. much death and blah. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I believe. I mean, he does have a banger line here where he's like, "You want to come back? We mm-hmm. got a spot for you at the park." And he goes, "No, thank you. I believe I've spent enough time in the company of death," and then just leaves. Credit smart. Oh yeah. no, no credits. Nope, okay. No credits. No Over movie. at InGen San Diego, all the investors immediately show up to Christian Jurassic Park San Diego, even though it's 2 a.m. in the morning. And I don't know how much time has passed here because everyone has cleaned up and changed. So at least they went home. <laughs> They're so
4: a- clean, <laughs> dude. And Ian got his car.
2: Like, he was like, I, I got a car in San Diego. So... It's weird. Uh, but Ludlow is alerted. Hey, something's wrong. They can't reach the ship carrying the T-Rexes because everyone's probably dead. Then the ship smashes into the pier and comes to a grinding halt. Uh, they come aboard. And this is where my brain really starts hurting. Cause Thank you. Thank these you. These people are all just massacred in the small, tight corridors of the ship. But the T-Rex, the only thing capable of killing these things, is still stuck in the cargo hold of the boat. So, either it got out and they lured him back in and shut the cargo hold right as they were like, the guy, like, is how did the severed severed arm arm get to
3: the the steering wheel or the yoke or whatever the ship?
2: How did the the captain
4: die? Like,
3: there's
2: no broken glass.
3: The The baby, the
4: baby T Rex.
3: No, the baby T Rex doesn't learn to hunt until the very end. There, it's got Uh, a broken leg, also. Also,
5: like, there must have been days or weeks in between this happening, right? Because I imagine it takes a long time for a boat to get from wherever they are to. San Diego.
2: I mean, probably at least a, like a day or a couple days. Oh, that's kind of days. <laughs> <Totally>. Um, <laughs> uh, it's weird. Anyway, I, I would have been fine if they were like, Oh, he had a couple Raptors on board and they, and they got loose, but no, this, that's what I P-rex, thought they were building to. I had forgotten that. And then when they didn't, I was like, Oh, okay. It's weird how he killed everyone. Like, it would have been cool if they were like, we got him here. And then it burst, like they opened up the cage and it burst out and killed everyone. That would have yeah. been a lot more exciting. But instead they were like, I guess everyone on their ship is dead. Like, whatever. They needed the speed to cruise control ending uh let's see back at it Uh, everyone's dead anyway they go aboard of course one guy's like oh i wonder what's in this cargo hold and then ian's like don't do it and the cargo hold opens up and of course like a jack in the box the (laughs) t-rex pops out um and starts freaking wreaking havoc. Uh, Sarah has one line here before he's just like, why did you wake up the T-Rex? And the guy's like, dude, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like this thing, <laughs> went, into- <laughs> this thing went into a, a coma. We had to give it a shot of adrenaline and now it's supercharged. Like it's a dinosaur. We don't know how to do it. Uh, let's see, uh, Ludlow has the baby T-Rex and Sarah gets an idea. Uh, let's get the baby and use it to lure Mama away from Comic Con. Now uh, to the casual listener, it might seem like I hate this movie, but it's all worth it to watch a T-Rex drinking someone's pool. This is the oh, the best scene in this movie. Why? It does remind me a little bit of Optimus Prime and Transformers. I thank you. Thank I you, You was gonna get back to Transformers. Yeah. And I appreciate but two, that. I love this is classic Spielberg. Kid sees the dinosaur. It's Not that I tripped out about it. Goes to wake his parents up. His parents are having a bad relationship because they probably shouldn't have had this kid to begin with. Uh, go like fuck this kid. He sucks. Looks over and the dinosaur leans his head up with the chain from the dog and the doghouse. Oh, dog house. so sad. So. Yeah, but it's a good. It's a very well choreographed. But you don't have to see the dog die to know what happened. And then the parents freak out, and the kid takes a picture. Right, the kid's like, "Fuck you guys, I was right." Love this scene. Uh, the rest of it terrible. Sarah and Ian head to the secure facility where the. Uh, he's like, <laughs> like Ludlow. Where's the baby? For Christ's sake!" And he goes, "It's being held in a in a <laughs> secure facility, location. which makes you think that maybe it's a secret secure facility. Nope,
1: it's the amphitheater that says Jurassic Park on it. <laughs>
2: That's where Dude. they're holding this baby." <laughs>
1: And, like, you guys know that I am a sucker for a fucking theme song playing as much as humanly possible. Again, I said earlier, I don't like the score of this movie. Every time they show the logo, they do the doo-doo-doo. And I'm like, you can stop. You can just fucking stop now because this is not hidden. It never hit once, this entire movie. And this time, when they show the fucking logo of the the place, I was like, oh, my God, kill me.
3: Uh, They pull up (laughs) and throw... Go ahead. So I was going to just give a shout out here to the most like fucking... Checked out guards of all time, like a car speeding at the front gate, and they go, "Slow it down, slow it, it down." And then they pull the guns on these guys, They're like, "Shoot us if you really want to." I have never met a security guard who isn't itching to shoot somebody. Right? They are fucking stoked. You break into in this multi-million-dollar facility to steal a fucking dinosaur? This guy is green lit. He is up. Safety
2: is off. He's <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to to this. splatter your fucking brains all in your own windshield. Oh my god. Oh, oh man! They throw this little baby into the uh, the back of Ian's cool '70s sports car and rip off. Uh, meanwhile, downtown San Diego is going cuckoo for T Rex puffs. All hell is breaking <laughs> loose. A guy gets eaten near a blockbuster, and it's the worst T Rex sound I've ever heard in my entire life. And then Ian and Sarah catch up to the T-Rex at the 76 station, and it chases them down the street. Ludlow gives orders to shoot the adult and save the baby, while Sarah and Ian run uh, the baby back to the cargo ship. What's The the plan here is kind of flawed, whatever. Then they jump. Uh, they, they put the baby in the little cargo thing, and they jump off the edge. Uh, Ludlow, who doesn't see any of this happening, just runs aboard to make sure that his investment is safe. And he goes down, and he sees, like, little baby, little baby, and doesn't realize that, of course, the T-Rex the sneakiest of all the dinosaurs just creeping down the steps behind him, right? Mind you, every time it takes a step in the first movie, every piece of water fucking thuds. And this one's like, I'm ballet. Anyway, (laughs) it goes down there and man, it just, this is a fucking, you want to talk about a banger of a death, Greg, it cripples, uh, it it, bites uh, uh, his leg, right? Uh, Hobbling him basically. And, boy, this baby just goes. He's like, go ahead. And the baby just goes to town on him. And it is bad. Uh, It is a
1: satisfying movie moment for
2: sure. Uh, Ian and Sarah run back aboard and close the cargo doors very, very slowly. And then there's one beat where it's like, is this sniper going to kill this thing? No. Sarah's slow-mo darts it right in the fleshy part of its neck. And it goes, (laughs) it just (laughs) falls into the
4: cargo (laughs) container. But what I always hated about that is that, the cargo doors happen to lower as soon as it gets like yeah. kind of hit like it wasn't holding the doors up by like it just kind of like timing, oh perfect timing oh perfect. they had a guy like yeah. waiting at the switch like i got this shit.
2: <laughs> and then she looks back and like does like this like yeah and ian's like yeah good job and the sniper's like damn it next time uh and then we cut over to a couch and kelly's watching a news report on the ship make as it's making its way back to isla sorna while uh, Sarah and Ian sleep on the couch next to her. And she sees an interview with John Hammond, who tells the world it's imperative to set up rules to leave these dinosaurs alone. If, quote, if we just step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way. And at that point, the police break
3: down the door and arrest this motherfucker. Yeah. Why are you on TV? Your creations keep getting out and murdering people, and you did a cover-up.
4: Yep. (laughs) Uh, But but also, right here, this is where Ian Malcolm's shirt is open, right? Yeah. Might be a little bit. I'm telling you Were they born born in labs? Now it's time to ring those apps
2: Good night. Whoa. Whoa. That's very jazzy. We, Tim,
4: you uh you owe Carter Harrell money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, get on that.
1: Carter, find a way to make fun of Nick. In your next oh audio.
2: Son <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh then we get one more bad CG shot of all the animals living in harmony together.
4: The end. Let's make ten more of these. I hate the, the fine. It's like, why? The stake of sources is just cool with the T Rexes? Then fucking what? The, come on! My friends a way in. Come you on! Know? Come on! They're just kissing neighbors now. What's going on here? Well, you know, Andy, if, you, if you've seen,
2: if you've seen a watering hole like in in like sub-saharan africa you'll know that the lions just love hanging out with the gazelles they're <laughs> usually like when the cameras turn on like guys 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 it's our time
4: right and they i expected to one. be like hey harold how's it going man yeah. like uh doing it's, great dude sunny day got the kids so baseball bad. game got earlier the kid out here showing them show them land <laughs> of
2: deal. and also like we have the vastness of the first movie when the first time they see all of the, the dinosaurs together this is like a little fern gully where they're like this is fine guys just film it just shoot the plate it's fine it doesn't matter god terrible
4: it's over <laughs> Yeah. number two. Andy, please
1: hit haiku and review.
4: Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret. It haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
1: You can go to patreon.com/slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like so many of you did. But first off, I want to give a very special shout out. To a thing that I want to take full credit for, and I had nothing to do with. Oh, wow. Per usual here. Uh, Kebabs. Infamous, kind of funny best friend. You know him mm-hmm. from kind of funny games, the other everything, Won a Jurassic Park poetry contest. Mm. Nice.
4: I saw this, but I was like half asleep when I saw this tweet. I thought I dreamt it.
1: Jurassic World Evolution, the video game, says April is National Poem Month, so let's mark the occasion with a small competition. We're giving away a Camp Crustaceous Dinosaur Pack key to the best Jurassic World Evolution 2-themed haiku you can come up with. It's Cretaceous, by the way. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Sorry, you're right. I'm a big fan of them lobsters. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Kebabs wrote, this science can give the illusion of control, but life finds a way. And that won him. That won him, whatever the fuck Jurassic World Evolution's given away. Right. So, you know, I, I think it's pretty cool that, so you know, cool. Haiku and Review is given back in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. <laughs> uh, Mr. Pedro Rocks01 writes in and says, Life uh, finds a way. Truer words never spoken. Five films and counting. Uh, Miscellaneous, Aww. of course, writes in with the plot in Haiku. Hammond strikes again. Sends Malcolm into the den. Trying to amend. Danger, she denies. They find stowaway surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Engine fills the skies. Yeah. Fancy camp got tossed. Otherwise, I'm kind of lost. Trip not worth the cost. <laughs> it all goes to shit. They scream, cry, hide, run, and trip. Saved by gymnastics. Oh, to the God. aisle to stay. <laughs> while the theme song starts to play. Life. We'll find, find a way. way. Now, I, I do want to give a shout out to, of course, Haikus, right? 575. This motherfucker, for the first time, I think, in history, and kind of funny. They scream, cry, hide, run, and trip. Seven oh. words, seven oh. syllables. That's wow. Wow. Yeah. Holy Unheard shit. Of. wow. Unheard of. Very damn cool. And Joe Mertens writes in and says, forget Hot Malcolm. It's Pete, pasta in shorts. Gasp and swoon, right, Nick? <laughs> Let me get this straight. Vaughn's an eco-terrorist. That's really a thing? The boat makes no sense. Stay classy, San Diego. This final act sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, and then this is <clears throat> not a haiku, but I, I do want to read it here. Bull 89 writes in and says, some trivia for you about the Barbasol can in the mud. In the 2011 Telltale Jurassic Park game... Oh, yeah. The central MacGuffin is about chasing the can. You play as Dr. Gary Harding, the father of Julianne Moore's character from The Lost World. Nedry had two contacts at the boat. that were to meet him, and when he didn't show, they go to find him in his can of dino DNA. Also, the the game brings up the lysin deficiency. Another doctor put a cure to the lysin deficiency into the water supply of the island to keep the dinos alive. Smart. How was that game, Greg?
3: Oh, it was bad. It was bad. (laughs) I can't remember if I played it or reviewed it, but I definitely did not enjoy it.
4: I played the one uh, on PS1 where you just start off as a compie and there was no save mechanic. I don't even think you like you use a memory card Burger King. It it sucked so bad, dude. That that game was terrible. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I reviewed it. The PC, PC, though. The PC RTS one. Oh, I never played that. Uh, Tim,
3: if you don't mind my review, um, yeah, my, I gave it a 5.5 mediocre, and my verdict reads like this. Like I said, I wanted Jurassic Park to be good, but just like John Hammond's dream of a dinosaur amusement park, it doesn't pan out. I wouldn't call Jurassic Park a bad game, as it works and does take us back to a time when dinosaurs stiffly roam the earth. Uh, but the story animations and general gameplay keep it from being able to contend with most titles on the market, and that includes other Telltale titles.
1: Damn damn i had a
3: fucking gift andy but here
1: you are now someone yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh ragu bagu ragu bagu
2: what's up everybody welcome to rad guys talk bad guys here for jurassic park in review number one on the list good old nedry where do we want to put ludlow and
1: roland Two, right. I don't feel like we have They're not really. Yeah, this a that
0: was
1: pretty. Easy. Uh, uh, uh There you go. Ludlow <laughs> and Roland from Jurassic Park: The Lost World. To the Gene consistency. <laughs> so, Greg, normally here we would go straight to the ratings, the rankings, all that sure. stuff. But sure. there is another podcast within a podcast that we have added for Jurassic Park, and it is called Dinosaur's S O R E S Dinosaur's colon. Which death is the Beth? Yeah. This <laughs> that was my addition. I, like I like that a lot. <laughs> so, Joey, can you please uh, give us the pitch on what this podcast is about?
5: Yeah, it was just ranking the best dinosaur deaths. Honestly, good. I have like a little list of the ones uh, that we have from this one. The ones that stood out to me personally was uh, Snake Guy Death. Okay. That was pretty good. Uh, the guy from... Whatchamacallit that got killed by all the little dinosaurs? Armageddon.
2: So Peter Stormor, say yeah. <laughs> Stormare. Say his name. Stormare.
5: Say his The little tiny child at the beginning. But Walked I want to give a shout here. out specifically to the guy that Tim pointed out, which is whatever guy got Carter. stepped on by the T-Rex and then got stuck on his foot.
2: Carter. I feel like he should
5: also get a shout out. Sorry, there were no lamb legs for me to put on the list. Unfortunately.
1: This, were so uh, legs. the way this is going to work is every movie we're going to choose the one moment and then we rank that one moment (laughs) against the other movie. So currently the number one is from Jurassic Park 1 which is Nedry's death with the poison in the Jeep, all that stuff. So now we need to decide who is the number one death from this movie and then rank it. It's
4: got to be Homeboy getting ripped apart. I think it's Homie getting ripped apart.
3: Yeah, I would think so too
4: by the two T-Rexes right? That was dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with that as well. Because, like, you thought for a second maybe he'll live. Like, I thought he is enough of a character to survive this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they just didn't give him any hope. Uh, (laughs) The
1: reason I like it is the same reason I like the Nedry death, which is that it was built up so much. Like, the tension was so long, and there were so many ways it could have happened that you were like, oh, he might be okay. And then it wasn't. So Mm. I would give it to that as well.
5: I still don't think it's as good as Nedry, though. So I think it should be. Under him and right I agree.
3: Agreed. I Agreed.
1: agree on that. Nedry was a payoff both in story and performance. So there we go. So number one, there. the Nedry death. Number two, dual T-Rex
4: okay. takedown looker. of the faith. I also hated how Pete Possilway went to go went to go trank the T-Rex, right? But just stood up in the most middle of openings with no... Cover, cover around him like mm. he joey he could have sat behind the log and just like popped it stuck another one in never been seen but he just like let me Looking step ads. in the center area with no trees around me so you could see Ah, it's, stupid it's like when me. we
5: res people in fortnite we're like there's all these trees that we could go behind <laughs> but no let's we'll just get Sometimes stand in the middle in the of open. nowhere so we get joey, sniped don't. and all die always yeah. screaming
4: joey, rez me!" Rez me, rez hey, me. Hey. We get it we're hey. gonna doing it Cap no you're not you walk away you leave me all the time <laughs> yeah, we no gritty you're gritty on, on the, the person no the
5: other person and on
1: right
4: this movie's now number s- two
1: now it's time to rank <laughs> the movies currently number one is jurassic park I feel like obviously the lost world jurassic park is number two uh does anyone have anything else to add to that <laughs> no no exactly. it's a stupid movie we preemptively
5: no, rank it lower
1: i i mean i I don't don't know if you want to do that that's my thing i don't i don't know that i'm ready to commit to that joey and i'm not saying that i think it's going to be higher but like i going into this one i had a feeling of like look it might be better than i remember it being like it might be one of those things that we hated on because it's not as good as the first but it's not that bad and i was wrong it is that bad it really (laughs) is that bad it's worse than i thought it was going to be i'm going into three like i remember semi enjoying three for what it was which is a seven out of ten but at this point i think i'm wrong seven out of
4: ten no way alan wake up alan (laughs) 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 no
1: future sports next week jurassic park (laughs) three is about to go down it's going to be a good time because it is only an hour and 30 minutes i can't wait for that and Pterodactyls, everybody. Anyways, I love you all. Goodbye. Bye Lophosaurus Rex.